Welcome to the Mission LHC podcast, where you'll hear real conversations with a married couple that are on a mission to help other couples as they learn to love, honor, and cherish each other in all stages of marriage. My name is Heath Yearwood. And I'm Amanda Yearwood. And thanks for joining us as we laugh together and share our story together in hopes that we can be an encouragement to you. Welcome back to another episode of Mission LHC. We're so glad you came to join us. Um, And don't forget if you have any topics that you would like for us to discuss or you want to give us some comments, you can email us at missionlhc at gmail.com. All right. Well, today, uh, before we get started with today's episode, you know, we've had a lot of people that we've been bumping into that's telling us they're enjoying the podcast, and that's all uh, because of the people that we've had on here. Some of the different subjects that y'all have shared with us that you'd like us to talk about. We will run out of ideas if you don't keep giving us some things that you'd like us to talk about. We also have some great episodes planned with some people around that we know from the Coleman area and all around in the state of Alabama that have really had a big impact on their communities and stuff, and so we want to get their stories. Again, what we go over today, it's just designed to make you think and make you talk with uh, your spouse. But we also had a lot of people that's telling us that it's not just for married couples. They're enjoying hearing some of the stories and the challenges and stuff. And, uh, you know, so whoever you are out there listening to it, we appreciate it. And again, the best way that you can help us out is to keep sharing the word because the more people that are hearing, uh, our main goal is to try to point people to the Lord. And so uh, your help would be greatly appreciated. That's true. You know, I think about just a, a disclaimer. We are, again, not professionals, but also we are... Uh, not perfect in what we're doing Uh, we're still learning ourselves and it's so inspiring for us to see couples that have been married much longer than we have and we learn so much from them so you know we even though there's going to be times on this that we might embarrass ourselves we've just got to remember that it's worth it if it helps one person or it helps one couple and that's why we're doing it well, one thing that's kind of uh, concerning about doing this, you know, we've talked before in some of the episodes about it seems like the more you do for the Lord, the more attack you go under. And we've seen that even in our lives as we're doing stuff. You know, I shared the one week I had the rough week <laughs> that stopped by the cops and different things and uh, car messed up and all kind of things that was happening. And, uh, you know, I don't think that's the Lord doing any of it, but I think the devil wants to try to, to attack us. The more we talk about being a couple and the things that are going like that, you know, I, I'm, I'm afraid the devil will try to attack us. But, you know, I guess that lets us know we're on the right path. Yeah, and so we just got to continue to pray up, and, and we need your prayers, you know, because that's like the pastor each week. Who do you think the devil wants to tear down more than anything? The pastor of the church that's getting up in front of the congregation. He wants to put doubt in there. And, you know, a lot of times we have doubt about this. I doubt that anyone's out there listening or different things. And it might be a podcast or something that I hear from somebody else that's encouraging, you know, doing what you're doing. And uh, so I encourage you, keep telling your stories, keep sharing the information with people. Because, again, everything that needs to be pointing back towards the Lord. We have a topic today, Amanda. You want to share with them? Yeah, I think today we're going to talk about friendship. And and I'll say that Heath is my best friend. Now, you like to make fun of me a lot of times because I really don't 
I guess I've never really had a lot of friends, but maybe that says more about me than anything else. I've always been such a quiet person and not been close to people a lot, but um, you are my best friend, and that that's a good thing, but it's, it's some dangerous territory, too, as a married couple. Well, we're going to do a little counseling here, and she doesn't know this. We don't really, we, we do map out some of our conversations, but we found some of our better things is when we just kind of flow off the cuff a little bit. She's telling the truth with it. I used to kid that I'm her only friend, and uh, that's not the case. She does have some friends, but why do you think it's been a challenge with you having a lot of friends? What do you think that you're hold back on a lot of that? I I don't know. I would say it all goes back to my insecurities, um, and. It, for me, sometimes it's just easier to be alone, to be quiet, and not have to worry about other people or what other people might think. What do you think's been the difference? Why was it different with me? Gosh, you'll put me on the spot right here on the yeah <laughs> recording. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I would have to say it's divine intervention. That's the only difference I can think of because I think God prepared you for me um, and how my mother would probably say the same thing because she still snickers that uh, you're able to get me to do things that nobody else can. I've always been so stubborn. Well, and and I put her on the spot because I wanted to hear, let you hear some of the real conversations that she was having because she didn't have time to prepare or think about it. But saying that, her and I are very close. We are good friends. You know, when I, I met Amanda, we shared in one of the episodes, you know, I had a group of about four guys that I ran with all the time. And, you know, as we got married, of course, the times that you run together kind of went, you know, a lot fewer. And we still see each other, but, you know, one or two of them remain good friends with. But we still are friends with the other ones, but we just don't get to see each other. Our lives went in different directions with kids and family and being in different communities and that kind of stuff. But one person I have, you know, always that I'm around is Amanda. And so she became one of my best friends around. But now I take for granted what we have compared to a lot of couples. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know if any thoughts that you have on that, Amanda. You know, we hear some people, there's, there's a lot of people that we know and I don't know if it was they didn't marry the right person. They, maybe they made decisions not based on what God wanted. But it's almost like they just tolerate each other. They don't really like each other. Yeah. I think, I mean, when you look at relationships in general, what's the first thing that brings people together? Normally, it's that physical attraction, right? And so... I think some people kind of get stuck there at that and and like you know I'm such a people watcher and so last night we're at a at a baseball game we went to watch the trash pandas and I find myself looking at other women in the crowd my age and I'm thinking okay how do I stack up against her do I look about the same age or you know how am I holding in there and so physical attraction is a big thing but you know when You've got to move past that, too. I mean, there's got to be more than that. Well, and we've talked about that. And how many times when you were dating someone, you may have just been physically attracted to them, but after you went out with them, you thought, oh, my gosh, 
they didn't have anything in common with you. And most of the time you didn't stay in that situation because, you know, looks is one thing, but when you can't even have a conversation because your your worlds are so different or, you know, you may not really like them. There was nothing that was going to bond you together. Um, and then like Amanda said, I think a lot of times, you know, of course we know right now, uh, yesterday you said that I, I missed this. Yesterday would have been what for us, Amanda? Oh, yesterday would have been our 27th uh, year, 27 year anniversary from having met each other. So, they, and if you remember one of the other episodes where we got beaten softball, well, <laughs> it's kind of ironic. Guess what? Yesterday we spent it with uh, her. Uh, yeah, we were with my her sister, her sister and brother in law. So yeah. we we went to a ball game together and we were all together. So I guess we should have thanked them for yeah, it. I guess some things never change. We yep. still hang out a lot, but. Um, but so, you know, when, when we started dating, I mean, we became friends pretty quick and, you know, that was a good thing. But I think earlier I said friendship and marriage, it can also be dangerous territory because I think you get so used to each other, your relationship very easily becomes more like a friendship, uh, a coexistence. Well... I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you a second on that because I'm gonna focus on the friendship first, and then we're gonna come in on the back end of it of of how it can be the a blessing, but it also can be a curse. We were so good of friends because Amanda liked a lot of the same things I liked, and I kind of did the same thing with her. We kind of uh, played off of each other a little bit. Now, and I did pass your athletic test. <laughs> yeah, she, well, what she's talking about that, we went and played putt-putt golf, and I kidded her later. What but, was that about, date number three? <laughs> yeah, that it was an athletic test, and I think you beat me at putt-putt, so I guess yes. you passed the athletic test. <laughs> I did not pass the height test, though. <laughs> no, for those of you that know, I'm 5'7", and I always kidded that I was going to marry me a big, tall woman. <laughs> So it would help the genetics of the of my family, yes. but uh, I ended up. Out. I'm only five three. <laughs> yes. So, um, but I guess we went for love instead <laughs> of genetics. But we've almost been inseparable since then, and that's literally almost every day of our time together. We've almost always spoke. We've talked to each other, and I think a part of that is is because I was the only child. And I was that way even with my mom. I shared that in, you know, that we talked about in one of the episodes earlier. You know, I was the kid that was like, that the mom couldn't even go to the bathroom, that I had, I was under the door like, what are you doing, mama? What are you doing in there? And I need... Did you have your fingers under fingers the door? fingers under the door and everything. But uh, now it's kind of gross when you think back. I really didn't know what was going on at the time, but... Uh, but I need interaction with people. I need friendship. You know, like during this COVID stuff that we've had going on last year, y'all know how much I'm a talker and everything. And that's been one of the things, by the way, that we've bumped into people. (laughs) And so the big joke about is me getting on the PA system at school and doing announcements that last for five years. Well, now y'all can't control me here. I've got the podcast and I can tell talk however long. Yes, and the good news for kids that have already finished high school, now they can tune, tune back it out. in and they listen. Can, they, they can tune back in or they can tune it out. They don't have to sit there and listen. But uh, but no, back to Amanda and I, the, the, the serious thing, we've been friends. And I think 
I need almost every day to talk with her. And, you know, that one time that she went on a, she had a business trip that she was going with. And that was one of our arguments or times that we had there because for me personally, you know, she knows I drive her crazy. If I go to the a meeting at the County Board of Education, I'm going to call her on the way back from my meeting. Even though I'm going to see her in 10, 15 minutes, I still have to call her. I'm trying to think of how many times you're on the phone with me and you're like, Almost at the driveway. I'm Walking like, in the door. I'll just talk to you in a minute. <laughs> and I really have no answers. I'm sure some of you out there that uh, study psychology would understand why. But that's the kind of person I am, the relationships and stuff. And during COVID, kind of what we didn't have a lot of relationships. It was it just was our immediate families and stuff. And I missed that interaction. And so did our kids at school. They missed that as well. So as we've built our relationship over the years, you've been a big part of everything that I've ever done. And if you had a real strong personality and hated the things that I do, that that would create a problem. And that's what a lot of your marriages are that way. Y'all are so opposite of one another that you have nothing in common. And I think that alludes to Ghost Amanda where you were talking about where you were heading. Sometimes when you're friends... And you just you you're almost like best friends hanging out somewhere. If you're not careful when life comes, like our kids, we had two children. We had Blake and we had Bailey. And you took Bailey a lot of times to her practices, and I took Blake to the practices because he was the boy and he was older. And when your kids are gone, a lot of times people look at each other and they realize they have nothing hardly in common anymore except for their friends. I mean, for, except for their children. Sorry. So they look, they go at that point and, and there's nothing to keep them together. So friendship is very important that you maintain that friendship. But also that goes into what we must do. We must continue to be able to pursue them. And you said something about that. Yeah, I mean, so the question in my mind is when, when do we stop pursuing our, the person we love. I mean, because think about in the dating relationship. I mean, I actively wanted to to be with you, to be pleasing to you. I mean, I think you mean about, when you had that hair dolled up yes. and it was all fixed perfect. And <laughs> yes, when I would spend hours on end getting ready just so I could look just right. Now I will say though, maybe this was a test, and maybe this is the psychology part of it too but do you remember the night we met each other uh, about halfway we met in Addison and I remember that night you may not remember this but I remember that night I intentionally came with little or no makeup my hair was wet and I was wearing what you always called my Jesus sandals <laughs> that are back in style now by the way those are great yeah they are back in style but <laughs> we're so old that styles have come back through a couple of times but, well, I didn't think much about it at the time. I think I just thought you were coming just relaxed or whatever with that part. I'm sure there was a lot to it that knowing now where you were probably trying to make me run in the other direction with it. But uh, I was testing the water a little bit to yeah. make sure you were really interested. But I do remember, you know, when you are going out on a date, you know, y'all fix up with everything, try to find the perfect outfit. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. And, you know, if we're not careful, that stuff is what we lose. Mm 
as we you know we give we don't give each other the best we give each other our leftovers yeah. you know and you think about this the what we're talking about today is about our friendship and how that it needs to be more you know think about our relationship with God a lot of times we've been in a close relationship with him but we grow apart sometimes you know we find we don't have a lot in common if we don't study the bible we don't pray we don't do those things we don't keep that relationship going with god as well and just as couples sometimes grow apart and they divorce i don't think we lose our salvation being the denomination that we are you know and believe that when you are saved you can't lose your salvation but i think a lot of times we grow apart from them and you you don't almost don't even recognize it yeah that makes me think, what were you telling me the other day about the something you had heard about um, about church, about going to church um, doesn't, doesn't make you saved, you know, but if you don't go to church, that relationship's going to suffer. Just like in a marriage, if you never see your wife, you're not going to have much of a marriage. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I talked to you so much, I couldn't remember what I said. I know that's a shock to y'all that I, that I wouldn't tell. No, it was it was just basically just because you go to church doesn't mean that that's not everything, you know. And the same thing, just because you're married, you have a marriage license or a marriage certificate doesn't mean that the relationship's any good. And we have to work on both of them. Yeah, it takes time. It takes work. You know, I remember that makes me think. I remember one time in particular. I don't know if we had had an argument or what, but I I know the kids noticed that something was different. And I remember telling them that day, you know, marriage takes work. You know, it's not just something that you that you've signed this agreement and then you never have to do anything with it again. It takes work. And which talking about the kids reminds me of um, I was telling you earlier today about how much I love those progressive commercials. They're just so funny. Do you know? You remember, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I remember you talking about them. But is it not inevitable that we turn into our parents? I mean, think about it. those. Whoever came up with that marketing strategy, they are geniuses because that is so true. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about those, those insurance commercials where it says, uh, we can't keep you from turning into your parents, and then these these young people are doing things like older people do. Like, um, uh, like one of my favorites is um, they they can't pronounce quinoa, and uh, they kind of groan when they sit down. Just it's just different silly stuff. But but really, that I do have a point to what I'm saying. So when we think about you know our kids watching us. You know, if we know that it's inevitable that we're going to turn into our parents, then the question in my mind is, what have we modeled for our children? Because we want them to one day have a good marriage, a strong marriage, a good spouse, a family. That's what we want for our children. So have we done our job in modeling that? Well, I think a lot of times we, you know, we are a lot like my parents were uh, because that's the only relationship that I knew how to to mimic. And when you are a part of somebody, you know, they were the ones that made me up. 
well, our kids have some of the same characteristics and same things there. So I could see them having some. And that's one reason we felt it's been important over the years to continue to date. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to go out at least once a month and now a couple of times a month. And that brings a little bit of a challenge. You know, like when our kids were little, can you remember the first time that uh, we went out on a date after having Blake? all we could think about was Blake. Oh, yeah. It's like we didn't know what to talk about because that seemed like the only thing that we knew or that we had in common anymore. But And so it took an, it was an adjustment. And I remember we, we almost were just wanting to call and check on him and get back as quick as we could. That ought to have been a, a, something to our mindset already that we were different people, mm. that life had changed. And what starts to happen is when you pour everything into your children, like I talked about the ball games, the travel games, all those kind of things, you all of a sudden wake up and sometimes you're strangers with the person that you're with, especially if you didn't have nothing in common. Well, now we're on the back end of it. We're almost experiencing a whole different point of life as well. And we we really went through this one time before. Both kids went off to college at the same time. And we kind of got used to being alone. And it was weird. At first, we would sit here and just kind of look at each other. And it's like, what do you want to do? I don't know. And it was, it and was I hard. I forgot how to cook, too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we, we kind of got used to it and had settled back in. Then when COVID took place... Both kids ended up home with us for several months. Mm-hmm. And then it was that everybody was on top of each other. They were used to their freedom. Amanda and I was used to our freedom of kind of being away from them, and everybody was back together. So now we've kind of gotten back used to being apart mm-hmm. with them all gone, and now it's just Amanda and I. And um, we're probably at the point now that we're actually going to have to spend some time alone from each other because we work together we come home and we sit down on the couch. If we're not careful, we'll watch TV for several hours or do a podcast together. Yes. <laughs> and so uh, it's okay for us at times for me to go do my thing. I go to work out and do things a lot of times, but I do that in the morning for your own. <laughs> I don't really miss you because Should I'm asleep. <laughs> but even though that we're together all the time and we might on Thursday night run to town, I may have my gym shorts on and a t-shirt and we run and pick up a hamburger that's not like going out on a date and i think you know she could be the same way she could have her flip-flops on and her her shorts or whatever that still is not the same as trying to go out on a date to fix up to do those kind of things set at a restaurant do some stuff and i think it's very important i think i do a poor job of that with her she needs to feel that she's still that same person that I was going out with years ago when when she was fixing up, and she always looks pretty. So, well, and it's easy when, even when we do go out to to forget the rest of our lives for a, a minute, just to focus on each other and put the phones away. I mean, that's hard, um, especially with you and your job because somebody always needs you, but. Um, making it intentional that we spend time together. Uh, You know, uh, we were laughing about this earlier, but it really is something to think about. You know, I was talking about watching people last night at the ball game. I'm just a people watcher. I I like to watch people and imagine, you know, what's going on in their life. Or, um, But we were talking about earlier what 
the people seeing us because when we look at people you know who's dating you can tell who's dating you can tell who's married and unfortunately or or (laughs) we watch a lot of times and you'll see a lovey-dovey couple that's our age and we'll say i bet that's a second marriage or an affair or an affair (laughs) because they're too loving to be married like we are in the number of years but you know what it shouldn't be that way you know, again, I think we have more of an appreciation for each other now than we ever did when we first met because we didn't ha- we didn't have things that uh, would bind us together. Mm-hmm. You know, think about our children, think about our house, think about work, think about everything that we have that binds us together. The roots should be a lot stronger now, and it should be a, a healthier relationship than just a physical attraction. Yeah, so many shared experiences. Well, and and then. You know, like I remember, I remember coming home when we first were married, you know, I would coach ball and it might be eight thirty, nine o'clock at night before I would get home. And now it's funny. <laughs> I have two other people that love me like this now. Who, who are they, Amanda? The dogs. The, the dogs. They're on the porch, and when they see me come up, they take off running. They are just like the the little girl dog's tail is wagging 100 miles an hour. They can't wait to see you or whatever. I used to have that, and I'm not comparing Amanda to a dog, but that's honestly, you were that way when you were at home. You either went to school or work during the day, and when I would come home, you couldn't wait for us to be able to talk. Mm-hmm. And that was some of our favorite times. I remember you being in the doorway. Yeah. Of course, then, I mean, disclaimer there, we didn't work together at that point. We were not together 24-7 at that point. It's true. Well, <laughs> we may get that challenge in a year or so. You know, I'm going to be retiring. And I don't know what Lord will lead with Amanda or whatever with that part. I can't imagine working without her. So, no, it's just it really is just hard for me to imagine in fact really every now and then I think about it and I just have to kind of stop and almost take that Scarlett O'Hara attitude and say I can't possibly think about this today I'll think about it tomorrow well and everything that we do I mean you go back we've been so intertwined with each other from like teaching together from the, being a principal, the counselor, children's church. <laughs> yeah, we spent a lot of time in children's church. We did children's church together, and, and she was laughing about it as we were talking about a, something to do in one of the episodes. We got to the point where we almost could read each other's mind oh, yeah. um, with you know going over stuff without really planning. Well, that was big. And then, like, even this podcast, we're working together. We're also both uh, involved with our DMD at our church, so we kind of flow together with that outside of everything. So I do ask our listeners out there to be praying that God provides something next for us, you know, that that we can be together, we can work together if it's His will. And uh, again, prayer, I believe God will put us where He needs us and uh, we just we look forward to it and the, the next step you know it's a scary thing because all I've ever known is education being involved and I'm sure I'm gonna miss it like crazy but the Lord will put me where I need to be and he'll put Amanda if it's there or doing something yeah that's it's scary to think about new territory but um so for us and friendship 
I think, again, we could go back and look at at what we've talked about so many times now, those stages of marriage, to love, to honor, to cherish. And, you know, that love is there. And, you know, I'm thinking about that honor stage when it was so hard where you're you're so stretched thin, you know, running around with the kids and, and honoring those commitments like you had made in coaching. Um, but it, and it was that friendship that kept us together. So friendship is critical, but um, we want more than friendship. We want to be more than just friends. Well, you know, the I think the what you talked about to to love, mm-hmm. that means it was a building love. Attraction was the first thing. Then it went in the building that relationship, and then the love came. Now, to cherish kind of what's to honor it is to have, that's building all those things in the middle. That's the family, the house, the all those stuff that, that builds that stage. And then the cherish is the other end that you take that love that you did build. Then you're thankful for it, but we still need to look at each other with the same eyes that we used to when you were first becoming attracted because what starts happening is we find ourselves leaving that at that part of it and we you end up just becoming just friends yeah and we take each other for granted yeah and and again so the you know like in genesis 2 23 when adam was talking about this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh that's why he had such a strong bond with eve of course because she came out of him but it was him. And then in Genesis two twenty four, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave to his wife, and then they both shall be one. And I've been blessed that I've been in that. You may find yourself out there listening. You may not have that kind of relationship. What can you do about it if you find yourself not in that? Well, hopefully the person that you married, you had an attraction to. And if... We hope that you built a friendship. If not, I would start with that area. You know, you have to sacrifice. You have to do some things that they like to do. Maybe it might not be your thing, but you've got to find some common ground. Build that friendship, but then also don't forget about the attraction part. Date them. You know, go out with them. And uh, I need to do a better job of making Amanda feel that I'm not taking her for granted. And I, I do a poor job of that. And I need to be better of it, and I know that. Well, I mean, I'm the same way. Maybe I need to be wagging my tail, I guess, when you get home. <laughs> just lick my, lick my face is okay if you just lick my face. Happy for you to get home, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, of course, those were back in the cheek-to-cheek days, too. That was one story that I didn't tell. You know, I told you about the four guys that was always, that sometimes when you fall crazy in love with each other, that my buddies gave me fits about that our engagement photo, I just did what they told me to do, but Amanda and I took the one photo where we're sitting beside each other and we lean into each other and we take the photo. And, of course, it's cheek to cheek. And you don't think that the uh, 20-something-year-old guys didn't give me they fits about fits. cheek to cheek. Yeah, that was the picture that we put in the paper. Do people do that anymore? Like- I, I, don't have, I don't think they do. But used to, you had your engagement photo was in, the, the, in there. So yeah, but- cheek to cheek was something I got to hear about. You know, I still have that photo. Maybe I need to post that photo with this episode. Well, 
that's going to be about all of the episode, kind of just uh, summarizing again. It's, I think the friendship builds the foundation for the marriage. Uh, there has to be that attraction, and, and that has to grow into more, and you still don't take them for granted. We need to make them feel special. And uh, I just challenge you, go out there and do some of the things that you did before you had all the family and you had all the responsibilities of everything. It might be going for the boat ride somewhere. It might be going camping, whatever you did early on. Try to get back to the roots of it and enjoy the time together. And uh, hopefully something we talked about today will at least spark a conversation for you. 